So we're taking up today in our reading of the Sri Chaitanya Charitamrita, and it's in the Madhulila chapter 7, the Lord's tour of South India, and we're taking up at uh, text number 110. Prabhu ke je bhaje tar tar kripa hoy, she she e shab lila sato kari loy. Lord Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's empowering of others can be understood by one who is actually a devotee of the Lord and who has received his mercy. Alokika Lilayajar Nahoi Bibash Ihalok Paralok Tarhoi Nash. If one does not believe in the uncommon transcendental pastimes of the Lord, he is vanquished both in this world and in the next. Pratame Kahila Prabhur Jerupe Gaman E Mato Janiha Yavat Dakina Brahman. Whatever I have stated about the beginning of the Lord's tour should also be understood to hold for as long as the Lord toured South India. E mata jaite jaite gela kurma stane kurma dheki koila tar stavana praname E mato jaite jaite it's too high for everybody E mata jaite jaite gela kurma stane kurma dheki koila tare stavana praname E mata jaite jaite kela kurma stane Kurma dheki koila tare stavana praname Couple others lead E mata jaite jaite kurma stane Kurma dheki koila tare stavana praname E mata jaite jaite kela kurma stane. Kurma jaite jaite kela kurma stane. Bengalis, please. Where's the Bengali from yesterday? Okay. Any Bengalis? Kurma teke koila tarishtava E mato. In this way. Jaite jaite. Well passing. Gela. 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 
he went. Kurmastane. To the place of pilgrimage known as Kurmashetra. Kurma Deki. Seeing Lord Kurma. Kaila. Offered. Tare. Unto him. Stavana. Prayers. Pranami. And obeisances. When Lord Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu came to the holy place known as Kurma Shetra, he saw the deity and offered prayers and obeisances. Kurmastan is a well-known place of pilgrimage. There is a temple there of Kurmadev in the Prapanamrita. It is said that Lord Jagannath took Sri Ramanuja from Jagannath Puri and one night threw him to Kurmashetra. Kurmashetra is situated on the line of the southern railway of India. One has to go to the railway station known as Chikakola Road. From this station, one goes eight miles to the east to reach the holy place known as Kurmachala. Those who speak the Telugu language consider this holy place very important. Any Telugu speakers? Do you consider it very important? You should start considering it very important. This statement is reported in the government gazette known as Gunjama Manual. There is the deity of Kurma there, and as mentioned above, Srila Ramanuja Acharya was thrown from Jagannath Puri to this place. At that time, he thought that the deity of Kurma was Lord Shiva's deity. Therefore, he was fasting there. Later, when he understood that the Kurma Murti was another form of Lord Vishnu, he instituted very gorgeous worship of Lord Kurma. This statement is found in the Prapanamrita, chapter 36. The holy place of Kurmakshetra or Kurmastan was actually re-established by Sripad Ramanujacharya under the influence of Lord Jagannath Dev at Jagannath Puri. Later, the temple came under the jurisdiction of the king of Vijayanagar. The deity was worshipped by the Vaishnavas of the Madhvacharya Sampradaya. In the temple, there are some inscriptions said to be written by Sri Narhari Tirtha, who is in the disciplic succession of Madhvacharya. Srila Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur explains these inscriptions as follows. One, Sri Purushottam Yati appeared as the instructor of many learned men. He was a very favorite devotee of Lord Vishnu. Two, his preaching was accepted throughout the world with great respect. And by his power, he liberated many non-devotees with strong reason and logic. Three, he initiated Anandatirtha and converted many foolish men to accept sannyas and punish them with his rod. Four, all his writings and words are very potent. He gave people devotional service to Lord Vishnu so they could be elevated to liberation in the spiritual world. Five, his instructions in devotional service were able to elevate any man to the lotus feet of the Lord. Six, Narhari Tirtha was also initiated by him and became the ruler of Kalinga province. Seven, Narahari Tirtha fought with the Shabaras, who were Chandalas, or hunters, and thus saved the temple of Kurma. Eight, Narahari Tirtha was a very religious and powerful king. 
Nine, he died in the Shaka era, 1203, in the month of Vaishaka, in the fortnight of the moon's waxing period, on the day of Akadashi, after the temple was constructed and dedicated to the holy name of Yogananda Nasringadev. The tablet is dated 1281 AD, 29th March, Saturday. Om Ajnana Timirandasya Gyananjana Shalakaya Chakchuran Nilitam Nena Tasmai Shri Gurave Namaha Shri Chaitanya Manobhishtam Stapitam Yena Bhutale Swayam Rupa Kadahmayam Tadati Swapadantikam Vandeham Sri Guru Sri Uta Padakamalam Sri Gurun Vaishnavamscha Sri Rupam Sagrajatam Sahagana Raghunatham Vitam Tam Sajivam Sadvetam Sadvatutam Parijana Sahitam Krishna Chaitanya Devam Sri Radha Krishna Padan Sahagana Lalita Sri Vishakan Vidamscha He Krishna Karuna Sindo Dina Bando Jagatpate Gopesha Gopika Kanta Radha Kantana Mostute Tapta Kanchana Gorangi Radhe Vrindavaneshwari Vrishabhanu Sute Devi Pranamami Hari Priye Vansha Kopatarubhyascha Kripa Sindhubhya Evacha Patitanam Bhavanebhyo Vaishnavebhyo Namo Namaha Jaya Shri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Sri Advaita Gadadhara Shiva Sadigora Bhakta Brinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare Namo Gurukishoraya Sakchad Bhairagya Murtai Vipralamba Rasambode Panambu Jayate Namaha Gold frame and the Haribo. Okay. This uh, pilgrimage of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu that we're following here is, uh, as the author says, indicative of the ways that he went to all the holy places. First of all, it's interesting that Krishna, as Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, goes to the holy places. And what is the holy place? It's a, a tirtha. In this case, today we're talking about a very famous tirtha, which became a classroom for Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu to teach and about the pure devotional service of the Kurma Brahma and also Vasudeva the leper Jashishi Radhago Kulananda Shishita Ram Lakshman Hanuman Shishi Gornitai Kijai 
Kurmakshetra. He met the Kurma Brahma, Brahman, that is, and uh, gave him instruction that we can all take because it was meant for those who live in a house. Anybody live in a house? Two people only, everyone else. Grihe tako bani tako shadahari boli tako. If you live in a house or you live out in the forest, wherever it may be, shadahari boli tako. Uh, keep the transcendental vibration going, and th that's where Chaitanya Mahaprabhu told uh, the Brahmin who presided over that village that he should always uh, teach Krishna consciousness to others. Because when he went there, the Brahmana was so enamored of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu that he wanted to go with him. He said, I'll just take sannyas too and go. And Mahaprabhu said, no, you stay here and become a guru. Uh, represent the the teachings that I've given here and teach everybody to do it locally or expand it as you wish, but uh, no need to go anywhere else. So Mahaprabhu's purpose in traveling to these holy places was to uh, spread the Sankirtan movement, to give people this practical idea of how they could apply it in their lives. And of course Prabhupada takes from that teaching many times and quotes the verse that Chaitanya, in which Chaitanya Mahaprabhu had in, instructed the Kurma Brahma, Brahman to uh, stay locally and teach people how to do, uh, how to chant Bhagavad Gita together, how to chant Hare Krishna, and, and also how to give it to other people. That was one of the points that he, he taught him. And he also met Vasudev, the leper there, because the Mahaprabhu had gone to Kurmakshetra and had left, then the news got out that, that this uh, great sannyasi was there, the Supreme Personality, and he was the Supreme Personality of God in the form of a sannyasi. I mean, word travels fast. And the leper Vasudev, who was a humble Vaishnav, he was afflicted with leprosy, so much so that. Uh, people didn't come near him because he was odiferous. And he also had this disease, so there were living worms in his body. And when they would fall out, he'd take compassion on them and put them back in. You know, whatever hole they fell out of in his body because he thought, you know, I feel sorry for them. I, they should, they have, a, have to have a place to live. And when he heard about Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, he went back there as quickly as he could. And by the time he got there, Mahaprabhu had already left. But because Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is the super soul within everyone's heart, he understood and understands now the hearts of all his devotees. And therefore he came back just to meet his devotee. For that's his real purpose, Krishna's real purpose, Pritranaya Sadhunam, as we chanted yesterday, Vinashaya Chaduskritam that uh, he, he really comes to support the devotees. So when he came back, he embraced Kurma, and his body became very beautiful. And the worry that, the, that excuse me, Vasudev had was that now that I've lost this feature of being uh, repulsive, that maybe now I'll become full of myself and I won't be able to chant Hare Krishna. But he told him that 
you should always remember Krishna and uh, teach uh, Krishna consciousness to other people and uh, you'll never fall into this illusion. You can go on living your life in Krishna consciousness. So this is an eventful place. All these pilgrimage places in South India where Chaitanya Mahaprabhu went, Srila Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur also went and he installed uh, the lotus footprints of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. So if you ever want to follow that path, you can try. It's not easy. I've tried a few times. And to keep up with the pace of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, he, he went here, there, and everywhere. And however, it's, it's extremely blissful to go there and see uh, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's footprints and to appreciate how he was appreciating all these various deities, even uh, demigods. He went to various temples to show respect uh, to the various devas there in, in South India. And uh, here in the purport, we have details of Kurmakshetra. Of course, Kurma, we uh, sing about in the Dashavatar Shrotram, Shitira Ihavipalatare. Tavaprishte, that he held the Mandara mountain on his back and he had an itching cessation on his back, the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Mandara mountain's huge, all the demigods and the, the, the Asuras tried to carry it and they got crushed by it. It's made out of gold, it's a little heavy. And they put it on the back of, of a Kurma. Uh, Krishna assumed that form so he could hold up the mountain so they could churn, but actually he had another purpose, which his back was a little itchy. And so it scratched his back, and then he got sleepy. And then when he was sleeping, his breathing in and out became a... Um, there's, it's a remembrance. Even the ocean, the Twelve Canto has a beautiful verse about Korma, and it says that the ocean remembering the breathing of this huge avatar of Krishna imitates his breathing by going in and out. So now you know why the tide goes in and out. It's, it's, it's imitating Kurma's breathing. And, and uh, then our acharyas say that this um, breathing of the Lord, this windy breath of the Lord, is... Um, so purifying that if, if you remember it, then it can, it can calm your mind so that you can be Krishna conscious. All the agitation of the mind can be brought under control by remembering the breathing of Kurma. And a Tirta is a, a bridge, actually Tirta means bridge, a bridge between uh, the mundane material world and the spiritual world. And the, the the great uh, Vaishnavas congregate in these Tirtas. Uh, many people come to Tirtas, but actually most people, as, as is mentioned in the Shastra, uh, actually by Lord Krishna, he, he uh, said this at Kurukshetra and amazed all the sages. People were, the sages were uh, gathered there you know, for, the, for the eclipse. That's when the Vrajabhasis came and there was that very uh, heartfelt uh, reunion that we celebrate as Rathayatra. And he said, Yasyatma bhuti kuna petri datu ke svadi kalatradishu bhoma ijadi 
Yatirta Buddhi Salilena Karijid Janishu Abhikeshu Eva Gokara. He had said that to the sages, and it's mentioned there in the Bhagavatam that they were stunned by this verse. And it says that the um, yes, people who consider their body to be themselves, he says it's Tritatuke, it's just elements, material elements. But you think, oh, this is me. Or, or they worship their homeland. Uh, we have songs about our homelands. Oh, Canada. Do, 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 do. I'm half Canadian, I have to sing that. So, uh, you have that. And, uh, people who go to the whole, the Tirtas, but they don't listen, they don't go there to find the, the sadhus to hear Bhagavatam. They just go there to take a bath, said, okay, now let's go to Disneyland, I'm, I'm pure. They actually leave their sinful reactions there. And so Krishna said, these people, are, they have the mentality of a cow or an ass. Sometimes people say, well, how can you say cow? So Prabhupada explained that cow Sometimes, if it gives a stillborn calf, then the milk person will take the calf, put it in front of the, of the cow, even though the calf is dead, and it'll still give milk, because it doesn't know the difference between dead and alive, because it's so affectionate towards the calf. And so, that's the distinction of somebody who's in this material consciousness, they don't know the difference between a dead body and a live body. They don't know what a holy place is for, and they worship their homeland as if it was something special. That's um, the pinnacle of stupidity. And it's prevalent in human society, especially nowadays. So uh, saintly people are known as uh, walking places of pilgrimage. Bhavad Vida Bhagavatas Tirta Bhuta Swayam Vibo Tirta Kurvanti Tirtani Swantakstena Gadavrita. As Yudhishthira said to Vidura, that you are a walking place of pilgrimage. Because wherever you go, is a, is, you carry Krishna within your heart. And you purify even the, the Tirtas when you go there. And this is uh, mentioned in the Shastra that. When a pure devotee goes to a holy place, then the holy place gets purified by the pure devotee who's walking there. And wherever the pure devotee goes, that place also becomes a tirtha, like this place is a tirtha, because Prabhupada uh, came here. So, uh, we are uh, especially being directed by this pastime to take advantage of the tirtas. So the tirtas means the holy places, but especially means the great acharyas, the great pure devotees. And if, if one is smart enough to take advantage of following in the footsteps of the great acharyas, then one can easily attain success no matter who, one is, who we are or from what position we're starting from. Kirata Hunandra Pulinda Pulkasha Shukare Goswami Abhira Shumba Yavana Kasadaya Yene Chapapa Yerapashraya Shaya Shudyanti Tasmai Prabhavishnavena Maha 
this is our theme song for ISKCON. Because it's mentioning, or rather, Shukadev Goswami is mentioning all types of classes of people who are way outside the Varnashram system. They have no idea what civilized life is. Shukadev says, don't worry. If they can take shelter of the pure devotees and acharyas of Lord Vishnu, then by the power of Vishnu that comes through these acharyas, they also will come to the highest position. No one can claim to be permanently unqualified. That's illegal. Uh, we must rise by the power of the Vaishnavas, of Vishnu coming through the Vaishnavas. And therefore, uh, in Bhagavatam, the demigods who were praying to Lord Krishna with the womb, and um, they say, Twayambujaksha kila sattvadami samadina veshiti cheta saike, yet padapotena mahakritena kurvanti govatsa padambavabdim. In this verse, first of all, the demigods say to Lord Krishna that you are the Dham. Wherever you go is the Dham. And the Dham means the source of all uh, spiritual energies. So they're uh, glorifying his lotus feet, Twayambujaksha, and, and saying that you have lotus eyes. And then you're, you are the, the Dham. Twayambujaksha kilasatvadami. And then he says, for those... Uh, who meditate on you, samadina, samadhi daveshita cheta saike. Aveshita means to be absorbed in something. Like uh, you can be absorbed in Krishna or what else? What's like the opposite? Maya. So we know from Bhagavatam, bhayam tvitiya, abhinibeshita syad. Abhinibeshita means absorbed, but what am I absorbed in? Dvitiya, something that's not Krishna. And then what do I get? I get bhayam, fear, and a lot of other un unfavorable um, effects. So uh, if you, samadhi naveshita, cheta saike, means you put your cheta, your consciousness, eka, one thing, into Krishna, then uh, you're in the perfect stage of life. And then, now the important, or the, pre the relevant uh, part, it says, that if you follow the Mahat, that means the great souls, the, the teachers of Krishna consciousness, we follow uh, an Acharya Sampradaya system because uh, the, we, we recognize the Mahajans. Swayambur Narada Shambhu Kumara Kapilo Manu Pralado Janako Bhishmo Balir Vayasakir Vayam. Self-effulgent uh, great acharyas are named in the Srimad Bhagavatam. We follow them and also, of course, we have a list of our sampradaya and we're hearing about Ramanuja Acharya, Madhvacharya and all of the uh, offspring, spiritual offspring that they created. And so our power to Advance in devotional service is coming through these uh, great acharyas. And of course, we're sitting here huddled at the lotus feet of Srila Prabhupada, who's representing that sampradaya coming down uh, through all these other great effulgent souls. So this is known as Twatpada Potena Mahat Kretena Kurvanti Govatsa Padam Is everyone okay?
all right. So Tvatpada Potena Mahakritena means that if you take shelter of the, the great teachers of Krishna consciousness, then the ocean bhava, bhava means, bhava abdim means the, the ocean of suffering. Nice, right? Not very good. The ocean of suffering that you're swimming in now will shrink down to the size of the water contained within a hoofprint of a calf. So, the next verse says that it's it, the method that the acharyas give us is so potent that if you decide you're going to follow it and you simply approach that process intentionally, that this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to make a vow. I'm going to follow what the acharyas have passed down to me. In our case, we have follow four, uh, four regulative principles and chant 16 rounds. Those, that's the basics. Uh, system coming down. It's not 64, it's not 32. Prabhupada fixed it at 16. And so the next verse, the demigods say, so these great souls they fix a system to make uh, devotional service easy for themselves and for everybody else. And it becomes a boat. It means the process that they leave behind. Now, if you approach the boat, then even before you get in the boat, the ocean shrinks to the size of the water contained within the hoofprinted calf so you can step over it. That's the importance of following uh, in the footsteps of the Acharyas, Acharya Upasanam, worshipping the Acharyas. Satovrite, Rupa Goswami says in his Upadashamrita, Satovrite, follow the great souls. So if you want to outsmart a genius, then just get a better plan and follow it. A lot of geniuses don't have a good plan, so they're dysfunctional. Did you ever know any dysfunctional geniuses? I can introduce you uh, to some. So whoever uh, we may be, if we follow the right plan, the right path, by following the acharyas, who are tirtas, who are the bridge to the spiritual world, then we'll be successful, whoever we may be, from whatever background we come from. And the, tir the tirtas, the holy places, are, um, are beautiful and vibrant. We can go and, uh, and visit those places and sit down for some time, not forever, for some time. It's a good idea. Prabhupada recommended it. He invited us every year to come to Mayapur and Vrindavan. And then he, he went back and he told all of us to go back and extend the Dham everywhere else so that poor people can take advantage of it and become Krishna conscious. Yesterday we went out to High, High Street? Watford High Street. Watford High Street uh, to, to meet the lovely people of the London area. And we felt um, edified by following the Acharyas and being messengers for them. In doing that, we become also uh, recognized. This is what Krishna says in the Bhagavad Gita, if you try teaching this to other people, uh, 
then I'll recognize you. I immediately recognize you as the best of the best, and I also guarantee you you'll go back to go back to Godhead. I guarantee you pure devotional service. How's that sound? On a scale of one to ten. Ten being the best. Does it sound okay? Is it a ten? Yeah, it's a ten at least. So uh, we experienced that. We all went out and we did our level best to meet people and give them an opportunity to come in contact with these tirtas. These books are tirtas. This temple is a tirta. We have no idea because sometimes we live here and then we think, ah, you know, it's just a place. But when others walk into it, they're like, what is this place? And I say, oh, right. Yeah, I forgot. It's the spiritual world. So we live in the spiritual world and we will continue our progressive path very easily if we follow strictly the acharyas. So we have many acharyas to, to look to, to who set the standard. Srila uh, Gorky Shor Das Babaji Maharaj had uh, an impeccable standard of pure devotional service. And therefore, he had a, had a disciple who was a great acharya, Srila Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur. And Srila uh, Gorkishore Das Babaji Maharaj uh, preferred to, to uh, stay in seclusion and chant Hare Krishna. In fact, uh, people used to come to him and uh, ask for blessings. And a wealthy industrialist from Calcutta had come, come because he figured that he had everything already, but he was missing one thing. He needed a guru to complete his portfolio. And when he came there, he offered himself to Shilagor Kishore Das Babjimaraj, who was sitting in a field at the time. And the wealthy man was thinking, you know, I'll offer him some dakshina. And what can he want anyway? He doesn't have any um, real need, so it won't be that expensive, probably. But I'll do that, and I'll get his blessings, and I'll come back, and then my life will be complete. I'll have the best of both worlds. So he went and offered his prostrate obeisances to Srila Gorkishore Das Babaji Maharaj and submitted himself and said, and I'd like to give you some dakshina as your faithful disciple. And Srila Gorkishore Das Babaji Maharaj says, very good. I only ask one thing from you. You sit down here with me and you don't go home. And the man fled. It was a very scary proposition. And uh, this is indicative of something that uh, Srila Bhaktisiddhanta and the uh, other acharyas say, you know, don't come here with the idea of trying to keep a foot in both worlds. Come here with your whole heart. And we have such acharyas, and no connection to the material world. Only reason they're staying here is for the benefit of others. Srila Gorkishore Das Babaji Maharaj is the spiritual master of Srila Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur, and he gave him some instructions. Do you know which instructions he gave specifically? Yes, Prabhu. 
Don't go to Calcutta. Has anybody been to the Bug Bazaar temple in Calcutta built by Srila Bhaktisiddhanta? It's a huge temple. So it seems like he went to Calcutta. Uh, what other instruction did he give? Yes? Do not take any disciples. Anything else? Do not associate with materialistic people. So, Srila Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur explains how I never went to Calcutta because I established a Tirtha there. The, the devotees don't go here, there, and everywhere because they want to go and see something. It's not National Geographic when they're taking pictures. I was once with a senior godbrother of mine who um, gives free advice all the time to me. That's why I spend time with him. And apparently I was taking too many pictures when I was moving about in the Dom. And he said, stop, this is National Geographic. Take pictures of the deities, not all these other things. So uh, we go to the Srila Bhaktisiddhanta, uh, went to Calcutta with one intention, which, which was to preach to the people there, uh, not to associate with them. The devotees don't associate with others because they go there uh, fortified with the practice of devotional service and also with the intention of being a servant of the Sampradaya to give other people a chance. And what about the disciples? Srila Bhaktisiddhanta said, I've not accepted disciples. Actually, these are my teachers. I see them as representatives of my Guru Maharaj, and I am serving them. I am their servant. So he fulfilled all of those. So we see that the mood of, of Srila Gorkishore Das Babaji Maharaj, and also the mood that pervades our Sampradaya and that we can adopt also, of following in his footsteps. Once there was a Bhagavat Sapta uh, next to where uh, Srila Gorkishore Das Babaji Maharaj was doing his bhajan because people wanted to take advantage of his presence there and say, well, see, there was a, a sadhu right nearby. And after it was finished, Srila Gorkishore Das Babaji Maharaj asked his uh, assistant to please go and cleanse that place with Ganges water where the sapta had just occurred. Uh, to which the assistant replied, but, but Maharaj, they were just reciting Bhagavatam for the last seven days. And Maharaj said, I did not hear any Bhagavatam. All I heard was rupee, rupee, rupee. So uh, the standard of devotional service of Prahlad Maharaj, I, I'm not a vanik, I don't want anything in return that pure devotional service, service for service, and has to be unmotivated and un uninterrupted. This is the standard of our sampradaya. We're very lucky that we are here at, at the, um, sitting at the lotus feet of the great acharyas who are tirtas themselves. That's the end of my monologue. And now please give some reflections because we only have a few minutes left or a question. Thank you, Shantaraya. Thank you so much for your class. You spoke about the theaters uh, and about how we might get familiar. 
So my question is, how do we kill this um, familiarity that we might get with such a sacred space so that we forget to see the value that we truly have, be it the tetas, the dharma? We should have service in the dharma. So Prabhupada said, go for three days or three years. So if you, you go there, um, be locked into service. Don't go with an enjoying spirit. Oh, look, I'll get an apartment and you know, maybe we can get a refrigerator and some <laughs> Campicola. That'll be nice. We'll look out and see the monkeys. And you know, If you go to the Dom, what is my service there? What is my business there? Otherwise, stay and do service until you feel it. Stay and uh, do service here and uh, serve the Sampradaya by spreading the mission of Krishna consciousness until you feel um, eager to go to the Dham. But go there with a plan. So if you, go, if you go to a holy place, have a plan how you're going to uh, hear and chant. Plan ahead of time. Otherwise, you can go to a big festival and then hang out. And you can, you know, let's go to the snack bar. And then, uh, like, hey, how you been? You still doing that stuff and doing the other thing? And like, where do you live now? So who cares? You're in the Dom. Just uh, <laughs> find a, a, a place where there's some serious people who are going to hear Bhagavatam and stay on a strict schedule. You know, be there for everything and stay out of conversations. Be, be strict like that when you go to the Dom. Go there for a purpose. And if you have service there in the Dom, if you move to the Dom, uh, you should have an idea of what am I going to do to contribute to the community there and uh, how to serve in the Dom. Otherwise, it's really easy to get spaced out. One more? Yeah, yesterday we met this couple. It was near the end of the day. You were there. The atheist couple? Who said that? Did you see it? Oh yeah, the, we met an atheist couple. So we're, so we're, uh, we had a group with us. We were, how many did we have together? Maybe 60 devotees went out yesterday. And um, about 20 at a time, uh, we worked together. <laughs> it took five minutes just to introduce everybody. And we did, to each person, everybody introduced themselves, him or herself. And uh, then uh, at the end, I was just thinking about this because I found it to be um, kind of fun and instructive. Fun. F so the couple was walking down the street and I showed them, I waved to them, I said, hello, how are you? And where are you f I'm from California, where are you from? They told me where they're from, which I forget where they're from. But I said, um, yeah, here, books on yoga and meditation. He said, we're atheists. And I, so I took the book back. I said, I'm sorry, here, I'll give you the atheist book. <laughs> and the devotee, one of the devotees I was with was going, which book is the atheist book? <laughs> <laughs> so we took the science of self-realization and put it in his hand and then we went on and they ended up buying it. And Yeah, he said, do you even have books for atheists? And said, almost exclusively. <laughs> uh, but there's a point to it, really, and that is that it's, um, this, 
this is our mission, really, to, to reach out. Uh, atheism is a, it, first of all, it's absurd. It doesn't make any sense. If you say, uh, there is no God, then you're God, because you know that. So it doesn't make sense. And it's a suffering condition to be an atheist, especially at the time of death. So people deserve a little, a little mercy, don't they? And, uh, and now, if nothing else, at the time of death, they'll remember the cover of the Sri Upanishad. I was, I was ruminating this morning about them opening the book and you know, what Prabhupada's words sound to them like and what the whole interaction meant to them meeting on a street corner with 20 devotees. And then, you know, the idea of this is a book for atheists and how, you know, how they would contextualize that. It's kind of interesting, right? That's what I call an interesting life, you know, meeting people like that and then offering them uh, Krishna consciousness in uh, whatever innovative ways that are polite and appropriate and that leave people with a good impression and having that kind of reciprocation. Hare Krishna. Oh, thank you. Okay, I have announcements for you. So one of them is that there's a Live to Give seminar on Saturday. Can't even get the announcement. Okay, Live, Live to Give seminar on Sunday, the 21st of November from 3 to 6 p.m. It'll be fun. The Live to Give seminar, uh, you, you'll get uh, practical tips about how to distribute books. I have a template on how to distribute a Bhagavad Gita or any other book that I will give you. And I guarantee that once you have this, you'll be able to distribute a Bhagavad Gita anywhere to anybody. There's not, I, don't, I can't remember one person yesterday who didn't take a book. Can any of you who are out there? Was there anybody who actually didn't take a book? The Polish gentleman, but did he give? No, he took the book. He just didn't give a donation. But I considered that he was so polite and he took so much of his time that, and he said he wanted to Google more about it. So then he took the book. So the Polish gentleman got the book. Yes? The lady who gave the Quran, yes. That she uh, was the one who didn't. She went home, got a Quran, and brought it back, and now I have. <laughs> I'm going over time. Okay, so there's a Pushpanjali right now. So um, we will have a Pushpanjali now for Srila Gorkishor Das Babaji Marsh. Thank you very much, everybody. Sri Chaitanya Charitamrita Ki Jai, Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu Ki Jai, Sri Kurma Shetra Ki Jai. Shri Kunva Brahman Ki Jai, Shri Vasudev the Leper Ki Jai.